0: Excellent. 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 I, I love this topic because it is, you know, you know, one thing that has been updated recently, and that's incredible that we have options now mm-hmm. for patient screening and, and treatment. I wanted to, yeah, as part of our questions to consider, I wanted to throw in one thing that recently happened in my family medicine clinic. Right. So, you know, we have signs everywhere. We talk about how important HIV screening is, et cetera. I had one uh, instance with a middle-aged married female uh, getting ready for a physical, fairly new patient, we did all the usual labs, cholesterol, blood sugar, etc. Mm-hmm. HIV is included. She's between that age range of 13 to 64. Mm-hmm. HIV was included at the lab. There's a big sign that says we, you know, consider HIV as a, as normal as your blood sugar and all that. Right. Um, she didn't apparently did not realize we were drawing that until she got the results back. Right. And we actually had to do some follow up testing, and right. she became upset. Right you know, what else could we have done in that situation?
1: Yeah, I think it's hard because back in the day when, and there's still a lot of stigma with HIV. So it's not one of those things where um, we say, oh, it's just like high blood pressure, diabetes or cholesterol. It is in that it can be managed, but it isn't in that there's no stigma with cholesterol and hypertension, diabetes around your sex. So there used to be that separate consent form in the past where you had to sign something differently. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, a lot of clinics, and this depends on state and institution, it really depends on, what the institution believes they need to do. And so a lot of these places, when you sign that paper at the, when you come into a doctor's office or you go into emergency room, Mm -hmm. you're signing off on all those labs and that includes HIV. And it's meant to destigmatize HIV. But then in a situation like yours, where the patient didn't know they were being tested for it and they didn't ask, there's a surprise, especially if they come out positive. They were like, well, I didn't get tested. I didn't ask to be tested. (laughs) Yeah. And so even with the huge sign, people won't read or won't pay attention. They'll say, I was sick. So why was I there? So we've got We've got, to have, we've got to be better as providers and clinicians to actually communicate with patients and as institutions to give people that information. Because people aren't paying attention to it when they're not sick. They're coming in. You can have a big sign, but they may not read it at all.
0: Good point. And the last thing that we'll follow up with is, you know, for those who may be uninsured, uh, is the cost of the test usually a burden for those who don't have insurance coverage? That was asked by Karen Davis.
1: Yeah, Karen, that's a great question. I You know, it's interesting because there's been a lot of media coverage about the cost Mm -hmm. and kind of how it costs, what, $18 in Australia, but it's $2,000 here. Mm. And the pharmaceutical companies have been reeling about that. But what I will tell you for a fact, and pharmaceutical companies are corporate, so they're, they're trying to make money. So obviously that's part of it. But they do have an advancing access program, Gilead does, um, that actually allows patient assistance programs and cards to happen. And it depends on the pharmacy. It depends on how equipped they are with understanding the ins and outs Mm -hmm. of those programs. But basically, if you're underinsured, like you have an insurance plan that doesn't cover a lot of things, Mm -hmm. they can help you with that. Or if you're uninsured and don't have anything. So in this day and time, people who want to get PrEP, and want to be on PrEP as an option for HIV pre- prevention, shouldn't have any problem. They should be able to leave a pharmacy with little or no cost.
0: Very good. And, how, and as far as testing is concerned, can people get free you know, rapid screens or, or oh, free HIV get, testing? Yeah, people can
1: get rapid screen testing anywhere they want. And Excellent. usually it's going to be like Department of Health, but a lot of community-based organizations are doing it as well. There are home HIV tests that you can get. Mm-hmm. So you can do that, but that costs like $30, $40 in some of the pharmacies. So I'd say a Department of Health, community-based organizations, they literally have a lot of of tests at their disposal and we'll offer them for free and they'll be anonymous.
0: Very good. Um, one of the other questions you actually touched on right before we got to this break right. someone was asking and confirming that if you have a male, this is from Natalie, if you have a male HIV negative partner right. in a relationship with an HIV positive undetectable partner, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, is it just, is it, un, you know, is the thought that you just would not give them PrEP, is that unnecessary? Or do you offer it if they want it?
1: Yeah, you can offer, I think it's a great question. That's the discussion that you have to have. Mm -hmm. So again, the thing is that you you hear HIV providers and a lot of people in infectious disease and sexual health talk about the toolkit. And so they say the HIV prevention toolkit, there's a lot of stuff that we have available at our disposal right now, which we didn't have 10, 15 years ago. And so treatment is prevention. If a woman is HIV positive and her male partner is HIV negative, right? Mm If she's undetectable, that in and of itself would be enough, according to the studies. Right. Right? Right. Now, we know that people...
0: Patient comfort level... Patient comfort level is something
1: different from clinical efficacy that you see in trials. Mm -hmm. So there could be a patient that says... The husband could say, well, you know what? I don't feel comfortable with that. I'd like to be on PrEP as well. Or I think we should still use condom, babe, unless Mm -hmm. we're trying to have a baby. Right. And you can do that. And so... It's one of those things where I say, give them the options, tell them the pros and cons, the risks and benefits, and how it's going to be effective. But we have had studies where we've shown that when you combine PrEP and treatment as prevention, like the possibilities of getting HIV in that case are literally zero. Very good. Um... As as opposed, I mean, treatment as prevention by itself is basically zero, but it is one of those things where it really enhances HIV prevention.
0: Excellent. I think we need need to hear this talk over and over and over again so we can really understand all the important factors. I'm selfishly gonna talk about, real quick, the show Pose. We talked about how we love Pose. Yes. If you haven't seen the show, it's incredible. Do you feel that shows like this, commercials like this, have either helped our campaign or they have hurt?
1: Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. I think I've I've had people that have seen the commercials for uh, PrEP and thought, oh, that's that gay drug. So they think the same thing. So I think some people think a certain way beforehand, and the medication may help. I've seen also people who didn't know that PrEP exists. So all of a sudden when they see it, they're like, oh, PrEP is out there. I see the commercial now. I may look into it. Excellent
0: hope you enjoyed this episode of the NACE Clinical Highlight Show. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and take a moment to visit NACEonline.com to register for upcoming live CME and CE symposia and to take NACE on-demand CME and CE courses. Also, be sure to visit and like us on Facebook at NACE CME.